You're listening to the Four Frequency Sake Network. For Frequency Sake is brought to you by Durham Remodeling, serving the Quad City area's remodeling and repair needs since 1973. Clint's Draft House, grab a bite and a pint on 7th Street, Moline. Low Pies, New York-style pizza served by the Slice or Pie, Davenport. Lifted Energy, energy drinks, coffee, donuts, and more. Hashtag get lifted. Atomic Sports Cards and Collectibles, Sports Cards and Memorabilia, Vintage clothing, hats, pennants, and more. A cut above, offering quality custom woodwork designed specifically around our customers. I'm going to get that championship back by shaking hands, being best friends with the champion. No, I slapped him right in the stupid face. I slid out of the ring, and I let him know my intentions from that point. Uh, he calls me down to the, the ringside, and we're we're starting to chat. He's just seeing how I'm doing, all that. I'm just, and then at the very end, he's like, "Hey, you got a match?" I was like, "I'm sorry, what?" He's like, "Yeah, you're gonna have a match." I was like, "That's not normal. Like, why? Why?" And he's like, yeah, I'm, "We're gonna, we're, you'll be fine. Just, you're gonna do good. You're gonna wrestle Alistair Black. It's gonna be, it's gonna be great." I was like, "All right, cool, yeah." And now. Your hosts of the Card Subject to Change podcast, for frequency sake, tag team champions of the world, the Wizard CZ and Never Wrong Nick Gold. Hello, and welcome to another exciting edition of the Card Subject to Change podcast. Episode 104, mull it over. We'll get to that in a second. I am your host, Never Wrong, Nick Bull, joined by my tag team partner, co-champ of the podcasting network, the Wizard CZ. Wiz, how you doing? I'm a little out of sorts and not used to having the sun shining in in the middle of the day when we do our show. feel like a vampire <laughs> sitting here like this with the light coming in, but you're right. Due to scheduling, uh, scheduling conflicts, we're recording this. On the morning of the big day of the big game, we've already had our Super Bowl episode uh, with halftime heat yesterday. This is part two of our double shot weekend. But this does have a big game feel. I'm not going to lie. No pun intended. We've got Chuck Brewster here of SCW Pro Wrestling joining the show. And as soon as uh, we were chatting offline with Chuck before the show, just kind of lifted the spirits of everybody in the room. So he's, he's brought the big game feel to the game. He's dressed ready for a fight. He may even have a match today. We don't even know. We'll get to that in a second. He's I'm taking any challenges anytime, love it. man. Chuck, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. I'm at the at my mama's house doing a little work, you know. Got to sit back and uh, relax in the rocking chair. So, man, I'm having a good time. Got my hands in the dirt. Feel grounded. Feel one with the earth again. So. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling good. Chuck, you're looking great. I'm going to ask you the question I asked every other guest we have. It may become a little redundant, but I always love to ask it because I love to get people's perspective. What got you hooked into this fantasy, this this wonderful, fantastic world of pro wrestling? Why pro wrestling? How did you get hooked? I want to hear your story. 
so that's an interesting question. So uh, back in the day, early 90s, I believe 91 to 93, 94 or so, my poppy actually used to wrestle out in Oregon as a, the Minnesota mauler. So him okay. and uh, my uncles, they were tearing it up in Oregon there. So I can't remember exactly the name of the promotion at the time, but um, yeah, him and all, all three of them did that for a while. There's only one match on the YouTube I was able to research and find, but yeah, so that was kind of my, my first introduction. I, I remember digging through some stuff at the back of his car and seeing his, his wrestling mask and whatnot. And I was thinking, what in the heck am I looking at right now? <laughs> but uh, then, then years later, when I was going through the public education system, which I, you know, public education, who needs that man? piece of paper at the end of the day? Say, I know two plus two, man, it's five and a half. No, but uh, yeah, so we they were telling me, oh, yeah, you got to go to college. You got to do this. You got to do that. So when I was having to learn how to use them computers, I was doing a little research, uh, found out that there's a wrestling school down in Iowa ran by somebody that uh, I recognized off the television. Uh, so, uh, uh, you know, packed my things and said, Mom, I'll be back real soon. I got to take care of business. So uh, came down here and I got my absolute sweat and blood everywhere over black and brave, man. I tell you, I don't think there was a bodily fluid I left inside of me after those days. Oh, man, I love it. I managed to say you probably left some hair there, too, with that mullet flying everywhere. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I was just thinking the other day, too. I remember there was a match at Wildwood that Johnny Wisdom yanked a bunch of hair out of my head, just showed it off. I was like, man, I we got so much of that. You know, I ain't (laughs) no lizard right now. Give me that back. I got to put it back in. (laughs) Right, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That or you you know, maybe I could be making some wigs for people, you know, uh, put it towards a good cause. You talk about – Oh, go ahead, CZ. I was just gonna say you mentioned uh, you mentioned Johnny Wisdom. Uh, you've had a long-standing rivalry. Kind of kind of interested to hear the story behind behind that rivalry, and more importantly, what you've learned coming out of that rivalry with Johnny Wisdom to further your wrestling career. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so he issued an open challenge. I can't remember where that was at. That was a few months back now. Yeah, we were at SCW in Bluegrass, and he issued an open challenge because oh, it was anniversary. That's what it was because he was mad that. Oh, uh, you know, I'm not a, an original, and I got to prove myself, blah, 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 whatever he was spouting about, you know, in that little elephant costume he's got on. <laughs> so I went out there. I said, all right, let me let me show this boy what uh, this old country boy can do. Ran out there, beat his ass, and then, uh, you know, he got a little upset with me. He uh, he cost me a match, so I retaliated. I cost him a match against old devil dog, you know, said, you know, gives these backs he's there. And then uh, – <laughs> You know, tensions arose. You know, he was blowing smoke in my face, which I don't condone. I don't respect. And uh, at the end of the day, he paid the price because he was, oh, man, that match, I tell you, that was gruesome. At one point, he had me all tied up against the ropes. He was using duct tape and everything. I I was worried I wasn't going to get out. I looked at the ref, and I was like, hey, you got anything sharp? And he was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. And I was like, give me your earring or something. I need to cut this, man. You got to see that guy with the chair behind me covered in tacks? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, I was panicking, man. I've never been in a situation quite like that. So, yeah, luckily I got on the winning side of that and was able to slam some tacks in that man's back. But, yeah, one thing I learned for sure is that, you know, I, I might have to bring a little bit more heat on them hits, make sure to knock the boy down the first time instead of having to deal with him for, a, you know, a few months stretch. In the midst of those battles with Johnny Wisdom, what is your biggest takeaway from those battles? I mean, at the time it's fight or flight. But looking back on it retrospectively, what's your biggest takeaway from those matches with Johnny Wisdom? Because 
if if I may say, Chuck Brewster upped his game in those matches and walked away a different Chuck Brewster after those after those encounters. For sure. I mean, yeah, there's only so much carnage a man can take before he's got to accept that he's got to make a change. So, I mean, just being able to say to myself, you know what, if I can survive that, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of boys out there that I don't think could, you know, take all that damage and be able to walk through the other side just fine. So I think I have a little bit more respect for myself. I have a little bit more, you know, pride in the man that I am. And uh, I think that confidence is going to show on these next few matches when I'm beating other people up. You know what I mean? So I'm going to be I'm going to be throwing people around a little bit more. I'm going to be hitting them a little harder and they're going to learn what these fists can really do. <laughs> this is the card subject to change podcast, the podcast wrestling podcast for the fan by the fan. We are powered by low Pies pizza built by Durham remodeling and colored by Ryan Allison tattoo. I want to get back to something you said earlier, Chuck, how you had your dad and your uncles wrestle in Oregon, uh, earlier in the past. Is that something you aspire to do? Would you like to end up out in Oregon to, uh, to relive the family name and relive some family memories wrestling out in that territory? That would be fun. I thought about when I was first cracking into it, I was thinking, you know, it would be fun to go out there. And, uh, of course, it still would be. Um, but I, there's a funny correlation with my first match that I had with my brother, Buck, um, that I didn't even notice until a few months later. I was uh, – my debut match was actually with Zawa, Zawa over in uh, Oregon, Illinois. Uh-huh. For, uh, in, in a building called Scoops. So I thought that was a funny little correlation. It's like he wrestled out in Oregon and technically I debuted in Oregon. So uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I thought that was a funny little uh, magic trick played on the universe there. So, but yeah, I would definitely like to make it out that way. See the, see the, the oceans and the mountains and be able to throw people right off the mountains as well. Maybe see a bear. So you, yeah. Uh, so Chuck, you're you're uh, talking about you know your dad and your uncle being inspirations. If you were watching watching the wrestling product, who do you take your inspiration from on the big leagues from like WWE, WCW, all of the uh, AEW is what I meant to say. WCW has been gone for twenty years. It's been gone since two thousand one. CZ, <laughs> I'm still living in the past, Nick. <laughs> I Let know me you live are. in the past. <laughs> that's, that's funny you say you're living in the past because i am too i've always been a fan of that the 80s style of wrestling so i take a lot of inspiration from uh uh macho man randy savage and uh ultimate warrior those, those two are, are my guys and uh one of my favorite matches of all time is when the mega powers explode so uh that, that that's kind of my my era that i like to i like to watch and i like to enjoy so when you see old Chuck, you know, make his interest running around, that's a little bit of warrior inside yeah, of me. It was just, you took the words right out of my mouth, Chuck. When <laughs> when you storm the ring, if you haven't been to an SCW Pro event, you know when Chuck Brewster is coming to the ring because he is a whirling dervish of bib overalls and mullet. Getting to that <laughs> ring and making his presence felt. It's very Ultimate Warrior-esque, as you said, I, very. Mention, I got the race. I, I wanted to compliment you. When Chuck Brewster comes to the ring, you know it's a Chuck Brewster match. <laughs> yeah. Got that big fat feel. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm going to start chanting "big fight feel" next time you <laughs> run to the ring, man. I am. Here we go. <laughs> I like love that. Train. Uh, so obviously you're a big part of SCW Pro. Uh, you talked about wrestling for Zoa, making your debut there. What uh, what are some of your favorite places to to work for the crowd? Where 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 are the places you've really enjoyed 
working working in the ring? I well, you know, it's hard to beat Iowa City. I've had a lot of good moments in Iowa City, and I remember that being the place where when I was just like breaking in and having to do security, lifting the chairs and moving the ring, that I was thinking, man, it'd be nice to have this entire place cheer my name both levels. And uh, being able to say that I feel like I've gone there and I've accomplished what I wanted to do in that building was nice. But another Iowa City moment was uh, when we had the street fair this last summer. Mm-hmm. So it got moved inside the uh, the theater there. I can't remember the name of the theater at the moment. You know, the I Angler, got a bit the theater. theater. There we go. No, isn't that downtown here in Davenport? No, the or angler. I, the angler. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you what. I don't. I don't study maps. Much. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> but uh, that got moved inside, and man, there's there's a couple times I go back and I watch that because I remember just laying in the ring during the the main event was the the battle royal. So, uh, but man, that entire place was was chanting for Chuck. So, I, I remember laying there on the side of the ring after getting you know some fists thrown in my face. Um, that they were still, you know, cheering my name and whatnot. And I was thinking, dang, these people, you know, a lot of equity over here in Iowa City. So, yeah, it was it was a good time. And, man, I, the moment that I got tossed over, you know, it didn't work out quite exactly how I wanted to. But I remember sitting there and hearing just the crowd just so disappointed that I got that I got out. And I hate to disappoint the folks, but, man, I tell you, that I've never I've never got a chance to hear that much impact from just Chuck, you know, just from, from what I, the product that I was putting out there. So, you know, and it obviously it takes a lot of effort from the other guys to, you know, be willing to get thrown around by old me and, you know, whether they like to or not, you know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was, it was a fun time. So Iowa City is definitely up there. Um, I've made some rounds up in, uh, I actually had a, a few matches earlier in my career in Chicago and those were fun. I had uh, a couple of good ones there. Actually, I had to wrestle Corn Boy when uh, Buck and I were still running around up there, and I remember having him in a in a suplex, and it felt like we were in that like double suplex for a long time. It's like man, we could have been having a five minute conversation. It felt like, but yeah, Chicago's fun. Um, made it up to Wisconsin a few times, and uh, going down to to Trailblazer in Kansas every so often. So, yep, fun times, fun times. Chuck Brewster bringing that big fight feel all over the Midwest. Take us back to that Iowa City uh, moment when you're laying in the ring in the theater. You know, talk talk to a couple guys here that have never taken a bump and never be in a wrestling match. What does it feel like, you know, hearing that many people chant your name? Man, it's like it, it, it it's wild. So, yeah, it, it's hard to encapsulate all that into words here, but yeah, it's just it, it it almost feels like a reward. You know, you put in a lot of a lot of effort you know, working out, going through the training, you know, sweating, getting your knees scraped and all that. But, uh, and then to hear that, that payoff at the end where it's just like, man, these people really like the product we're putting out, but you know, it, it makes the, it makes the, the hurt a lot less painful. You know what I mean? But sure. yeah, when you're laying there, I remember thinking like, dang, these, like, I can't believe they're still going just laying there here and like, let's go Chuck, let's go Chuck. And it's like, <laughs> dang, these people want me to get up and get throwing people out of here. So, yeah, it's just uh, that energy really drives you. I remember thinking, like, I got to take a breath, but it's just like I knew that it's it's when you got that much energy in the room, it's really easy for me at least to to take that and, and, and put it inside of my soul and be at it, ready to charge my battery internally and get ready to go, you know, like the Energizer Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> 
whether it's Illinois or Iowa, the Quad Cities has always been good for wrestling fans. People in the Midwest and the Quad Cities love their wrestling. They're always going to let you know how they feel, whether they right, wrong, or indifferent, whether they like <laughs> sure. the match or not. That's what I've always said about Midwest wrestling fans. They're, they're just never, they never sit on their hands. They're going to let you know how they feel, and they're going let, to let you hear how they feel. For sure. Good or bad, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you know, it's like, oh, you really did like that thing. It's a little, it's a little embarrassing. But <laughs> is what it is. You know, you can't move forward without making a few mistakes. You know, breaking some, right. making right. up. So, so Chuck, I want to bring up. Uh, I know you've had uh, a few tag matches with uh, one Jared Thumb. I believe the the tag team name is Super Hick Party. Is that correct? Super Hick Party Two Point Talk about that. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) I was just going to say, talk about that. I love it. (laughs) I think we lost him. He's he's laughing too hard. (laughs) Um, Talk about what it's like tag teaming versus versus a singles uh, singles match. And talk about your partnership with Jared Thumb. Well, in the singles match, you know, I get to I get to really show a little bit more of the the Chuck inside of me. Get to throw people around a little bit more, so I like that, you know. And, and taking with Jared Thumb, man, it's 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 a fun time because he he really brings it, and he's uh he's on a mission here recently too. You know, he's got a baby on the way, so he's he's you know he's trying to earn a dollar anything any way he can save up for that uh, you know baby on the way. But he also doesn't want to disappoint, you know, when his girl's sitting in the front row, you know, he doesn't want her to think, man, my boy's getting thrown around just like a wet towel. So, man, he's, he's, he's got a new energy and I'm excited to see where he goes, but you know, and we're both on it, both bringing it, man. I, I don't think we can be stopped. You know, we just need to earn an opportunity here and there. And then I think that we could both be wearing the straps. And uh, the, the thing about that is that, you know, he's had tag team look with his boy, uh, JP finger back in the day. I remember when I was, you know, just starting out, those guys were were wearing kitty cats and dogs on them. So, <laughs> yep, little little bit of a change there. But I remember too seeing them wearing the gold, and I was thinking, man, one of these days I'm gonna have that red belt around my waist. And as long as I've been an SCW pro, I have yet to accomplish that. So, yeah, it's still on the to do list. I got a long to do list. Who came up with the naming rights to Super Hick Party 2.0? I got to hear this story. That is a great, great question. So when Buck, my, my tag team partner, Buck Brewster, my former tag team partner, Buck Brewster, and Jared Thumb were tagging, they actually named Super Hick Party. And so when, when he took a leave of absence, you know, and I tried to find him more uh, a while, um, and, and I had to fill some shoes, you know, I had to fill them boots. And so, you know, I didn't want to just have Super Hick Party so we had to be Super Hick Party 2.0, you know what I mean? So I'm not exactly sure where the original name came from, but that would be a great question for old Jared Thun because he's got to know. You know, that man's okay. full, of, full of stories. We've had Jared Thumb on the show before. You're definitely right. He is full of stories. <laughs> I think it'd be cool when Super Hick Party 2.0 comes out, like it's Matt Hardy version 2.0, and you have the facts on the side of the screen. Like yeah. Chuck Brewster, Chuck Brewster likes his biscuits and gravy cold. <laughs> yeah, right. Chuck Brewster, likes, Chuck Brewster likes fresh goat milk. You know, something like yeah. that. <laughs> as long as it ain't Nick. chunky, man. As long as it ain't chunky. Yeah, that's right. I, that's Chuck. <laughs> oh man, I. Uh, 
Tell us, okay, so Nick Nick brought it up. Nick pulled the Band-Aid off. If you're if you're coming out like Matt Hardy 2.0, tell us some Chuck facts. What's coming up on the screen? Yeah, what are random Chuck facts that are coming on the screen? Ooh, that's a great question. Well, favorite food? Oh, man, favorite food? Oh, that's a tough question. I'm, you know, for being a country boy, I'm really a sucker for some good chicken Alfredo. Mama's chicken Alfredo, that's number one. But I don't know if that would be on the screen there. Okay. I'd say I'd say favorite breakfast food though chicken and waffles. That's all there. Oh, God, say, that uh, sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you get it right. You get some honey on there. Good season. You got to have a spicy chicken on top of there, you know. And then the honey really, you know, complements that little bit of syrup. Can't be beat. Uh, another fun Chuck fact. Well, you know, I've fun fact. I've only worn what is it? Four different, maybe five different colors of overalls. Okay. Uh, over the course of uh, over the course of my my time, I've only worn orange overalls one time. That's another fun Chuck fact. <laughs> oh, here's a funny story going along with that. Um, old <laughs> when I was tagging with Buck back in the day, we I used to make all the overalls that we had, and uh, so not by hand, you know, stitching everything. But it, when we were wearing a color, I, I I had to figure out how to get that done, and so I was testing out a bunch of different dyes in our tub at the time and uh i made a pair of orange overalls for us and uh <laughs> during the course of that process it just wore down to denim and we we only got to wear them one time because when we were back in the locker room when we were running around with derek as well he shoved the horse behind him and he went to bend over and derek's stick went right through his trousers oh. <laughs> and that was right before the match so we he had to go out there with a flap just hanging <laughs> out the back but uh yeah <laughs> oh man uh, oh i haven't laughed uh i haven't laughed this much on a show and in, in quite some time so this is good laughter is good for the soul and then chuck brewster's on here telling some good stories and uh we're gonna have more with chuck here we're gonna quick we're gonna take a we're gonna pause here take a quick break uh a lot of our sponsors get their message out there but this is the card subject change podcast the wrestling podcast for the fan by the fan. We are built. We're powered by Low Pies Pizza, built by German Modeling, and colored by Ryan Allison Tattoo. We will be back with Chuck Brewster right after this. For frequency's sake, has you covered on all things sports. From the squared circle to the hardwood and the gridiron to the speedway, we've got something for everyone. Walk down the aisle with the boys from Cards Subject to Change every Sunday as they take a deep dive into everything pro wrestling. Need your gambling fix? We've got you there. Enter Pit Row with Rod Gomez and Fast Money as we win the checkered flag with NASCAR, Xfinity, and truck race winners and props. Football more your style? Explore the waters of NFL DFS with DFS Deep Dive with Brian Craighead and Jordan Kernan each week. More into the science portion of the game? We've got a double dose of action there. The Professor John Bush and Dennis Michelson take you into their science lab and dissect your week in the data lab. Want an analytical take? Nick Girl and the team at Gridiron AI come to you each week with The Lab. Need to know who to start last minute? The network's flagship show, for fantasy's sake, is here in a pinch. The fellows come to you live every football Sunday from 10 to 11.30 Central with the week's best DFS, gambling, and lineup advice. And wrap up your Sundays with Joe Winkle and Nick Brinks as they come to you live with educated ignorance looking at all the day's action. Can't get enough of Joe? He comes to you three times a week. Not enough football on Sunday? Not a problem. Kick your feet up at lunch on Monday and slip on into the football lounge with Mark and Dan while they look at the week that was in news, notes, and more. For frequency's sake, 
You know what we mean. Durham Remodeling has been serving the Quad Cities area since 1973. With over 50 years of excellence on their track record, you'll see why it's so easy to trust their experts when it comes to all of your home improvement projects. Durham Remodeling's work is 100% guaranteed, so you can rest assured that you're getting the best service around. Call 309-786-6715 for all of your roofing, siding, flooring, windows, and painting needs. That's Durham Remodeling, 309-786-6715. My name's Ryan Allison. I've spent over a decade immersed in the art of tattooing. Sharply honing my skills has materialized into a diverse and prestigious body of work. Each tattoo reflects my relentless pursuit of excellence and every client I work with is a living embodiment of that unwavering commitment. I will gladly and wholeheartedly embrace your distinct vision. Are you looking for the largest slice in the Quad Cities? The right spot is Lopez Pizza. It's better than a hot dog in a handshake. They have two great locations, Uptown on Brady for your delivery and catering needs, and Downtown at 429 East 3rd Street in Davenport for the full experience. Low Pies is family-owned and family-friendly. Into wrestling like us, you can catch shows every day and twice on Sunday at their downtown location. Who knows, you may run into a local wrestler or a local podcaster or two while you're there. Stop by each month for a different featured slice by various artists. Low Pies Pizza a proud sponsor of the Card Subject to Change podcast on the For Frequency Sake podcast network. Hello, this is Mick Foley, and you are listening to the Card Subject to Change podcast. WWE hardcore legend and Hall of Famer Mick Foley bringing us back. Welcome. You are listening and watching the Card Subject to Change podcast. We are powered by Lopez Pizza, built by Durham Remodeling, and colored by Ryan Allison tattoos. We're joined today by Chuck Brewster. And Chuck, I want to ask you, you were talking earlier about not having held gold yet in SCW Pro. Looking at the current title picture, you've got John Bonhart with the QC Cup. You've got Manders with the Iowa Championship. You've got Dustin Mosley, the Devil Dog, holding the Big Dog title there. Where do you see yourself? If you could pick any title to go after... Based on those three competitors, who are you challenging first? Well, I'd have to say I've, I haven't had a, a chance to run in with Manders, but I'd like to see, you know, what I could do with that boy right there. I'd like to get my hands on him. But I think right now, you know, there was a time when me and the old devil dog, we had our differences. You know, we had to we had to have a little couple of scuffles back in the day. But since he's turned his ways, man, we were able to tag a time or two, and that was fun. That was wild. And it, it's good to see that uh, – you know, good overcoming <clears throat> bad in that scenario. So right now, since he's on his war path against uh, old Mason Beck here and, and defending it as often as he is, I don't know if I want to, you know, get in his way right now. That's a little uh, – I know he's got his business, and I'll re let him respect that. But, you know, if he's holding that, you know, after I get a couple opportunities, you know, I might I might have to, you know, cross paths with the devil dog yet again for that strap. But – I think right now I'm, my, my aim is out on John Bonhart, you know, because we've had our issues before, and I know that I've thrown that boy around. I've gotten a couple of W's on him. So when I see that boy, 
running around with a little cup in his hand and that little <laughs> whatever guy's on the sideline there, uh, you know, spouting <laughs> his mouth, making, oh, we got storms coming. Get out of here, all right? You know, weather patterns aren't even, you know, whatever. You know, I'm not a meteorologist, but that uh, that guy doesn't look like a storm to me. So, uh, you know, if, if, if there's anybody that I want to get my hands on, it's probably John Bonhart, you know, and then okay. throwing him around. Cause, cause I, like I said, I know, I know that I can and I have and it's proven. And anybody in SCW knows that this old country boy can throw that guy around. So if he's, if he, if, oh man, oh, it got me frustrated now. And the, <laughs> and the fact is, the fact is, if he tries to, oh man. You know, you know, my mama said, if you can't say anything good, don't say nothing at all. But I tell you what, if I get my hands on John Bonhart, he ain't going to be QC cup holder for long. And I'll be using that for cereal. I'll be using that for anything I need cup purposes for. You know, I'll be sitting right out of <laughs> chicken waffles. Yeah, there we go. You know, a little dip in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it talked about the title picture there chuck brewster but just talk about the landscape right now of scw pro it's a pretty loaded roster and then you know you look around and hey you're a part of that loaded roster as well what's it feel like to be part of such a talented group of uh, individuals that's putting on a quality product you know every time they every time you you know whatever city it's in is it's iowa city if it's bluegrass you guys are putting on a quality product out there for the fan the fan base what's it feel like to be part of that landscape part of that organization it's wild. It's wild. It really is. I mean, we're always, like you said, putting out a, a good product. We're really, you know, we're fighting for our lives out there. And there's a lot of guys, you know, that came in after me that are that are really the, ready to. I feel like since I've been here, I've seen a good evolution of guys come through. And when I got here, I remember seeing like Jossie and JT having the straps and, and, and fighting over it. And, you know, a lot of guys from that area, Joe Asa, you know, with him coming back. I remember infamy at, at, at what I feel like was peak here. But um you know so it's a little intimidating uh seeing that era kind of uh, you know some of those guys kind of you know spread their wings in the other avenues and uh you know i, I feel like in a sense since i've been around for a while you know I'm, i gotta kind of take a spot you know i gotta be one of those guys that's been established been around but uh you know it's also a challenge because you got all these young guys that got the fire in their belly you know it's, it's uh who have i ran into here recently a uh, cash kennedy i know he's got some energy in him um uh, lt gray you know kitty cat boy he's running around him and uh Casey <laughs> jacks they got the straps now so it's like that that was good to see that they took down uh, mfg and nico inclined so uh <laughs> that was that was that was good to see that was good to see you know i got a lot of respect for those guys that you know they put in a lot of time and effort you know but you know and i see these matches out here in SCW, and I'm out because I'm watching it from the back or you know out, out there with the crowd sometimes, and I just see you know these guys you know flipping and flying and doing all this and that. And I'm just like, dang, you know, old Chuck, I don't know if I can you know backflip quite like that. So, you know, it's a for them it's flying, for me it's catching. You know, I gotta I gotta worry about catching these guys when they're coming down, and I think I can. I've I've been able to to hold my own this long, and I don't think anybody's gonna be able to you know take old Chuck's spot you know, take the, that energy out of Chuck's sales, you know what I mean? So, yeah, no, it's exciting. Um, I'm excited to see where it goes. And, you know, we just had the 20th uh, anniversary here not too long ago. So, I, I, you know, I think the way things are going, we could easily make it to 30 or 40, you know, if everybody keeps bringing the same energy, bringing the same effort. You know, it, it's hard to stop this freight train once it's rolling, you know. Hell yeah. 
Uh, Chuck, I want to kind of step aside from <clears throat> where you're at right now uh, within SCW, within all the promotions here around the Midwest. We're uh, we're the Card Subject to Change podcast. Every once in a while, we do like to play fantasy booking. So I want to ask you, if you could insert yourself into any match, into any era, who are you facing and why? Oh, that's a good question. That is a good question. Any era. I feel like it'd be fun to <laughs> this this is this would be interesting if if me and George the Animal Steel had a match, you know, and 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 he was eating the turnbuckle and whatnot. That that'd be interesting from back in the day having having a squirrel with him. Uh, I, <laughs> that'd be fun. Um, but any any feud there, I think. Mm, what could be funny? What could be funny? It's hard not to say the Mega Powers explode storyline, but I don't know where I could fit in there. You know, maybe I could have taken a Miss Elizabeth Miss Elizabeth spot in there. You know, maybe maybe there. Um, They're another, fighting over you as a manager. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, everybody wants a piece of Chuck. It's like, hey, fellas, fellas, listen. You know, maybe I could have calmed them both down a little bit. Chuck, the image of you laying on a medical stretcher with Hulk Hogan holding your hand, hoping you pull through. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. But so, yeah, I, mean, I, I want to see this. I yeah. Right. But this. but instead of being injured from from something on the on the outside, I just had indigestion. You know. <laughs> yeah. I had a bad breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and Hulk Hogan's holding your hand, trying to pull you through. Right? Yeah. Give me a thumb. Give me a, got, got the Give me a thumbs, brother. <laughs> <laughs> One of the many vitamins. Oh my! Oh, the pure vision of that. The pure vision of you laying there holding Hogan's hand, asking for a thumbs. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's it. I'm, I'm tapping tap out. I'm, I'm, I can't. <laughs> Brother. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, we got to get this back on course here. <laughs> but, yeah. Right the ship. Right the ship. That would be an interesting twist, you with the mega powers explode. Talk about how you would add to that dynamic because that was a really powerful storyline for, for, for the 80s. Yeah, very powerful. I feel like you know it, it would be hard for me not to make it take a turn into uh, you know comedy land a little bit. You know, I feel like it'd be almost like plugging like how they're plugging our truth into the into the Judgment Day right now. You know, it's like okay. what in the heck? It's interesting. It's interesting. It's funny, but uh, I, I feel like it would definitely tell a different story um, uh, for for what they did back in the day. We're joined here by Chuck Brewster on the Card Subject to Change podcast. We are powered by Low Price Pizza, built by Durham Remodeling, colored by Ryan Allison Tattoo. Talk about comedy wrestlers like R-Truth and where their spot is on the card because you kind of have – I'm not trying to color you as just a comedy wrestler because you're so much more than that, but talk about where comedy has a place in wrestling and how it has its spot on the card because – there's always going to be a spot for comedy, I feel. I mean, it, it, right. it, 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 it's necessary. I think you have to have it. If wrestling's too serious, if you're not laughing, then you're not having fun, in my opinion. Right, right. And I, I feel like comedy has been uh, something that's come naturally to me over the course of my time. And uh, I feel like it, 
I got to I got to share that gift with the world a little bit, you know, and uh, it's always funny to say a little fun quip while I'm beating somebody up and then hear the, <laughs> hear the crowd pop. So, uh, yeah, I, f- I feel like, you know, if I'm turning myself up to 11, you know, I got to bring a little bit of that in there. But as far as comedy guys go, I feel like some places, you know, they, they don't really uh, it, it's hard to say that some people don't look at it as like, a you know, you're only a comedy guy. You know, it's uh, I feel like there's there's a lot more to it than that, you know, because comedy can be really good or really bad, you know, and, and right. I feel like right. there's a lot of people that can do it really bad and try to be funny, but they don't really have all the pieces for it. So I feel like when it's done well, like like what our truth is doing, he's great. Um, you know, it can really add to the show. But, you know, you get a bad comedy guy. It's just like, you know, everybody's going to be leaving like, yeah, but that guy, what was he doing? Right. So, um, yeah, but I feel like there's I, I definitely have a respect for the people that play a little bit into the comedy. I remember loving JP when he was around, you know, he'd get a little funny sometimes and, and super entertaining. And At the end of the day, that's what it is. It's all about entertainment. So, you know, there's I feel like. If they always com- like to compare it to a circus, you know, you like to have the elephants, you like to have the trapeze. And so, uh, you know, I feel like a lot of guys are doing the flips and the fun stuff and all that, you know, fancy flying around, you know, and there's guys that bring the bruteness and the, and the fight on fight, you know, chain wrestling, all that. Yep. And I feel like I like to fit somewhere in the middle and then add a little comedy flair to it. And, uh, and I, I, I feel like that well, really helps out the show, you know, stand out a little bit. Sure, for sure. And you know, you look at you look at some of the comedy aspects. I can think of a match that I took my nephew to in the last year where he was laughing his ass off because someone was just getting hit in the junk the whole time. <laughs> uh, but there's more to it than just that. It it's it's how you how you come off of something like that. And like you or like our truth, bringing these this unique aspect is something something so serious like the judgment day. And then you've got our truth where he's just so oblivious to everything. Right. I love, I love having that. And you mentioned, you know, wrestling being like a circus. We've talked about it on air. Uh, the word we use is a buffet. There's something there right. for everybody. Exactly. Exactly. And I feel like, you know, with, with good storytelling, even when you're watching them, uh, big old picture movies on them in the movie theater there, um, you got to have that little bit of comedy relief. Even, even the most serious of stories have a little bit of comedy relief. And, uh, you know, I feel like that comedic relief that I can provide really opens the door for more emotions um, from the people. So, you know, if I get them laughing, or, you know, they're already making noise. So I feel like they're more apt to, uh, you know, give out a holler for old Chuck, you know, when I start to, you know, give people roundhouse kicks. Well, comedy, you when, gotta, comedy oh, when done ahead. right, it brings everybody into the match, the crowd, everybody into it. It's like, oh. I can laugh now at this part, even though it's serious. Like it, it's right. it's the great uniter. If you if you if you if you ask me in a wrestling match, when when done right, you know when it has to be done right. But when comedy's done right, like everybody like looks like, yeah, that is funny. Let's all laugh at this. That's that's what I love about it. Right, right. And everybody's you know they're looking to have a good time, and especially you go to these places sometimes where I, I like when I'm later in the night when we're at like a bar venue or something where I know that people have thrown a a few back, it's like, all right, these ones are going to be people that I can make laugh, you know, with a, you know, some funny way that I walk or something. I say, you know, these people are going to (laughs) be ready to make some noise. So those ones are always fun. I go out there and and, and get them hollering. But, you know, I feel like also the the comedy going out there, I feel like that's giving people a chance to be like, Oh yeah. You you know, this wrestling universe is, is, 
overall it's pretty goofy. The stuff that we oh, do has a, has a far level of goofiness. You know, there's, you know, top companies having milk trucks spraying people down and everything. So it's just like, you know, you got to have a little bit of fun with it. And I feel like on the on the local level, you get some people that go out there thinking, you know, yeah, this is my first wrestling show. I don't know what to expect. You know, what is what what am I about to see? And then they see something, you know, comedic out there. It's just like, okay, okay, I can get behind this guy. You know, came in at a little hesitation, but, uh, you know, if, if they don't like the wrestling, maybe they'll like the comedy. And when it comes down to it, the thing that I love about the wrestling community, it's not only a family, but particularly on a, an independent level, on a local level, you go out and you watch a show and you watch the people in the ring and know that they're having a blast doing something they love, that just makes it so much better right. to, to watch and to be entertained by because you, when they're having fun, you can't help but have fun watching them and enjoying what they're doing. It makes right. the buy-in that much easier, right? You're, you're buying in because they're having fun. Is the way yeah, I look at it. for sure. And it's, it's, it's fun to go out there and make some kids laugh from the front row. You know, sometimes when I'm going out, looking at the kids and, and whatnot some of them just look at me like what am what 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 am i looking at right now what what's going on <laughs> you know they have no idea what they're about to see and uh <laughs> but you know they they see some goofy stuff they get laughing and when you're when you're getting your butt kicked and you look out there and there's a couple of kids laughing or like really invested you know oh go chuck go it's it's uh it's it's really fun it gives you a, gives you a little bit more energy to go out there and try to throw some people around for sure but <laughs> well Chuck, this has been fantastic. Uh, we've enjoyed having you on the show. Before we get you off the hook, though, tell us where we can find you, uh, both in person uh, in in the upcoming weeks, and where we where our fans can find you on the socials. Well, you can find me this weekend at SCW Pro on Saturday in Bluegrass Community Center. I will be fighting, throwing people around, so don't miss it. And uh, maybe I'll get an opportunity to uh, to win a to win something there. I don't know, you know, but uh, I'll, I'll be back there. I'll be talking like, hey, give me an opportunity. I always do, you know, every time I show up, it's like, all right, hey, listen, give me a chance at the gold. And I've been doing that for five years. Maybe they're getting sick of it, but, you know, <laughs> I feel like Chuck could be, you know, running around with an accessory or two would not be too bad of an idea. Um, but you can also find me on the socials. You know, I'm not too active on the, 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 the X or whatever it's called now. I actually have a. Um, what what do you call it? One of them social media managers. I have a, I have a little boy helping me out there. His name is Franklin. He takes care of all that because I'm not too good with the computer typing. He actually helped me set this all up here and get the <laughs> camera going. So uh, yeah, he takes care of that. Uh, you can find me on uh, the Instagrams, I believe it's called at uh, uh, Chuck C H U C K letter N and then Bishes B I S H E S. So that's, that's bitches, uh, not bitches. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Kids don't say foul language like that. Chuck and <laughs> bitches. So you can find me there. I'll post every so often. I'll, I'll get my manager out there when I see one of them good pictures taken by tag team photography or somebody of of that caliber. I like to share those because you know those guys put in a lot of effort there. Always, always thankful for when they're snapping pics. Old Chuck's good side, especially when when they get one where you know midair tossing somebody's like I really like those ones. <laughs> Show the power. Hell yeah! <laughs> well, again, Chuck, thank you so much for being part of uh, 
part of the show. Appreciate you coming on. Of course. Uh, loved hearing all the good stories. Uh, Nick, you and I, we're in WrestleMania season, so who knows what's coming up in the coming weeks. We've got some great shows. I know we've got Elimination Chamber in the future. Some some big names coming onto the show in the next couple of months. So stay tuned to our socials where you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, or X, or whatever the hell you call it. The artist formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> uh, threads and YouTube, especially YouTube. Go like, share, and subscribe on our YouTube page. We are at CST Podcast. CST. TC podcast. I'm getting, I'm excited about our socials. So I'm, I'm talking over myself and flubbing words around. Right, that that uh, morning can... coffee is really getting at you. <laughs> it is. Right. The coffee started to kick in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you can find us on Facebook card subject to change podcast. Tell your friends, join us out here every week. We'll be back to our regular time at six 30 next Sunday. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. This has been the card subject to change podcast. Powered by Lopez Pizza, built by Durham Remodeling, and of course, colored by Ryan Allison Tattoos. We will see you next week on the For Frequency Sake Podcast Network.